Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I got to look into this story. Maybe I'll do that during Clips of the Week, because I already heard Clips of the Week, Hanson. It's not that I don't enjoy listening to it. But I heard it once earlier. Oh, but this is a special customized second go-round version. Well, I've got to read this story because I saw the headline, and the, the headline's a little harsh, so this is not for the Oof. faint of heart or children, but I don't know what the hell it means. Meta, that's what they call the Facebook company now? Uh-huh. In the metaverse thing, because it shows a woman here in an Oculus headset, because my kids have the Oculus Quest 2, the virtual reality thing that is tied to Facebook. Meta adds personal boundary to metaverse after virtual gang rape. What the what? That's what I thought. What the what? What the hell does that mean? So I'm going to look that up during the clips of the week and figure out what the hell that is. Sounds gratifying. All right, we'll stay tuned. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. This one blew me away. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. Russia! They basically, as people say, screwed us over. You'll long for the good old days of the Cold War because every president in the future will pound you. In a final act of desperate cowardness, he chose to blow himself up. The Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe it's crumbling because gas cone is bumbling. Beef over a piece of steak turns into this huge brawl involving 40 people at a golden corral. Punches were getting thrown, chairs were getting thrown, you name it. We can't have all these individuals coming up here defecating in the farm fields, dumping their trash. Have a car partly pulled apart, tip them over, burn them right on the street. Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left. Magic was kind enough, generous enough to ask me for a photograph. And in my left hand's the mask, and I took a photo. When people ask for a photograph, I hold my breath, and I put it here, and people could see that. There's a 0% chance of infection from that. I held my breath. While You're I was getting idiot. my picture taken. Oh, whatever! There's not a right to abuse, intimidate, and harass your fellow citizens. So it says, F your white nationalist agenda. I am not a white. This is nothing to do about white. And the authors have determined various restrictions on movement only reduce COVID mortality by an average of 0.2%. Tom Brady has officially retired. Gather ah, your kids please, around. Tell them, tell them before please. they go off to school. Before I interviewed, I received a text message uh, from Bill Belichick. It's essentially a congratulations on the Giants job. Thought he was texting Brian Dayball. Who they ended up hiring. Yes, sir. Because Jeff Zucker is the one who gave Trump the job for The Apprentice. And The Apprentice is the only reason that Trump went on to become the president. Ah! The third article, the third article. Let's write it now. Wow, that's an agitated cow right there. I like the new cow sound. I'm not sure I like the super reverby drums. All right. I just, I don't know, too much reverb. I wonder how it sounds through amplitude modulation. 
as opposed to frequency <laughs> modulation? That's a good question. AM versus FM. Good question. Yeah. So I've done a little research on this whole story. Again, this is a rough term, I realize. Woman gang raped in VR metaverse said tech advances made it feel like it was real life. I'm trying to figure out if this is a crackpot, if this is a stunt in a very crass way to try to convince you that you need to do virtual reality because it's so real or if she's an or what so uh zuckerberg says that they're putting new guidelines in place that will be able to keep people out of your personal space this is what this woman says happened to her does everybody know what vr is or understand it at all do you think Virtual reality, you put on the headset, you got the audio, and it's like you're in the middle of a different reality. It's like the holodeck on uh, uh, Star Trek, uh, whatever the heck. It's disconcerting. I can't do it very much because I get motion sickness really fast. Um, Like, if if you're wearing that thing and you're on a roller coaster and it's going down, it feels exactly like it does when you're going down on a real roller coaster. Crazy. It is. The way it can fool your brain. It's something. Within 60 seconds of joining, this woman said, I was verbally and sexually harassed. Three to four male avatars with male voices, essentially but virtually, gang-raped my avatar and took photos as I tried to get away, and they yelled, don't pretend you don't love it. What the hell? This 43-year-old woman wrote in a blog post. I have no idea what this means. Neither do I. In a statement to the New York Post on Tuesday, I think this will be a growing thing. I don't even know what it is <laughs> in the metaverse. You got sexually harassed in the metaverse. Somebody used it, an N-word, an N- a character used an N-bomb on your character in the metaverse. Yeah, just the whole gang raped and took pictures. I mean, what does that even mean? Harassment in the metaverse is a serious issue that the industry needs to come together on to put in the place to put in place the correct security, she said. Um, let me read on here. It's confusing. Yeah, I, I got a feeling. I remember when it was MySpace first and then Facebook that any story that included them would get on the air. Right. Because it's hot. Uh, she said sexual harassment is no joke on the regular Internet, but being in VR adds another layer that makes the event even more intense. Not only was I groped last night, and I have no idea what that means. The avatar was, quote-unquote, groped by another avatar. Now, while while it does feel like you're moving and everything, and the motion sickness I mentioned, everything like that, somebody else hitting you or touching you, wouldn't you wouldn't feel anything. I mean, it wouldn't have any effect on you whatsoever. Well, and I'm not aware of, like, an open forum thing where you'd run into strangers and their avatars, but... I don't know. Oh, you can do that. This. You can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you 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 can play with other people in the same way that video games have been doing that for a long time. My kids mm-hmm. can play Fortnite, and I find this troubling. And I I have to be right there whenever they do it. They can get onto a game of Fortnite, and they're playing with twenty other kids or or grown ups pretending to be kids from anywhere in America. And uh, so, well, yeah, and you you know the predators are aware of that. Sure. I can't see what enjoyment the dudes would have gotten out of it, and I can't see what... I mean, the verbal stuff, you'd rather not have some guys with male voices saying this stuff. Yeah, I can understand why you would hate that, but the... um, 
It happened so fast, and before I could even think about putting the safety barrier in place, she said. Uh, I wanted to read this part. Um, to be immersed in experience, it also has a dark side. Uh, what is the part I wanted to find? She said it felt real, and that's the part I don't get. Nice. Virtual groping and harassment of women are problems in many online spaces. Virtual harassment I get, the groping I don't. But the fact that the metaverses in VR adds a physicality to the issue, which can make it feel more real. Virtual reality has essentially been designed so that the mind and body can't differentiate from virtual digital experiences from real. In some capacity, my physiological and psychological response was as though it actually happened in reality. Half my brain is saying hype. Half of my brain is saying what you said about the roller coaster indicates that when your brain thinks you ought to be feeling a sensation, it, it goes ahead and feels that sensation. But I can't, I can, I can get that with movement. I can't figure out how that would be real from a groped standpoint. But I don't know. Anybody wow. know? Text line is 415-295-KFTC, but I just, I don't know. I think she might be a little... I suppose you'd suppose it's a very uncool thing to be blaming this victim. I think she might be a bit of a crackpot. New York Post, for all of its lovely qualities, does occasionally engage in sensationalism. I and and uh, Metaverse is desperate for publicity about their thing. Right. The Oculus. Right. I don't think they're desperate to have this publicity. No, but there's a bit of a, as long as they spell your name right, a whole bunch of people are going to hear about the new virtual reality thing that is so real. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving along, everybody. Let's see. What do we have there? Right, we ought to talk about the, uh, the the finances of Black Lives Matter. It's, uh, it's uh, shocking yet unsurprising. Yep, that is uh, very accurate. And the number of companies that just blindly immediately cut giant checks to the organization without spending a half a second, apparently, looking into what it is or who's running it or what they're going to do with the money? Nope. No, it was just virtue signaling, buying favor, preventing any sort of backlash, that sort of thing. It was ridiculous, but we can talk about that, among other things. I'm seeing more headlines from news outlets. Mike Tirico kicks off NBC's coverage of the Olympics by citing China's genocide against the Uyghurs. Good for NBC. I didn't think you would go that far. Good for you. Got some good comments on the Joe Rogan situation from John Stewart, among others. We could uh, we could chat about. I'd like to hear that. I've gone the whole day without hearing a certain name. I'd like that to continue, but I'm afraid. Oh, it's, that name! Afraid it's going to end. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We might be able to steer around it. I hope so. Uh, they got the ice skating on already. They've already started some ice skating on the Olympics. I just... It's a triple lots! A triple <laughs> lots! Oh, my goodness. It's been several years since I got all excited about ice skating. <laughs> uh, stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You might hear the news that Putin fell asleep as the Ukrainian team walked out into the stadium for the opening ceremony of the Olympics. I'm being told it was a convenient screen grab as he was just blinking. 
Ah. Taking a nap. But it had to be kind of a weird, well, if he gave, if he had any conscience and if she had any conscience and if anybody in the crowd was allowed to have any feelings, uh, it would have been weird for him he to be He doesn't and he doesn't and they don't. Right. They're not. It, it would have been weird for him to be there watching the Ukrainian team walk in, but what do you got? Wake up. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, that reminds me. You know, we do something uh, during the One More Thing podcast. Several days a week, we'll do one more segment that's available only via podcast. And sometimes there are swears. But we do something <laughs> called <laughs> we do something called cleaning out the sound fridge. Do you have that sounder, Michael? Cleaning out the sound fridge. <laughs> the idea being that uh, the fellows got together a lot of good sound, and we didn't use all of it during the radio show. So as long as we made reference to... I thank you. Before we get to the John Stewart stuff, John Stewart stuff, which is quite good, uh, let's uh, let's play twenty-two and twenty-three, Michael. Just twenty-two first. When you know one another, and no matter how badly you disagree, and people think, Rev, that uh, in the days that's divided here, we had we had a lot of flat-out old segregation is still in our caucus. But Teddy Kennedy would argue like hell with Jim Eastland, and then go down and have lunch. Didn't agree with one another, but they treated each other. With respect, even that day. That's tape of the old folks' home down the street where a couple old codgers are discussing back when it was safe to consort with segregationists. Man, he sounds old. Yeah, he does. And I'm not sure that flies any. I don't think that flies today. I don't even think it flies with me, let alone his woke left. So you're saying, yeah, the fact that you disagree on whether white people and black people ought to be allowed to be in the same room together, that's eh, just, you know, just a policy difference. Let's go have lunch. Right. Yeah, there, those were better times, <laughs> according to old man Biden. <laughs> yeah, you're right. God, his left flank has got to just despise that if yeah. they ever hear it. <laughs> it doesn't even work with me, let alone AOC. No kidding. Give me 23, Michael. Mitch, I don't want to hurt your reputation, but we really are friends. <laughs> and uh, and that is not a, an epiphany we're having here at the moment. We've always... You've always done exactly what you've said. You're a man of word, your word, and you're a man of honor. All right. Thanks, Granddad. So Biden just said something kind of interesting. I want to pass along this just moments ago, talking about inflation. Average people are getting clobbered by the price of everything today, President Biden said. And President Biden said he will do everything in my power to work with Congress to lower rising consumer prices and make our capitalist system work better. What is he possibly talking about? I don't know. What are you and the Congress going to do to lower the prices of products across the country? It don't work that way. Yeah, I was reminded of that that very same thing in a, a different context. When they feel like they can't do anything, they'll they'll claim they're gonna do something that won't do any good, just so that it's it's uh, as they say, it's motion, not action. Well, yeah, I guess there might be enough people out there that think the president can lower the price of bread somehow? <laughs> he can't. Yeah. Uh, Tim Sandifer had some great uh, tweets and retweets yesterday about how uh, AOC was... Oh, no, it wasn't AOC. It was that uh, the uh, Prima Apollo lady, who's the chair of the DNC, um, uh, talking about how greedy Starbucks was. In spite of their record profits, they're raising prices again. We've got to limit corporate greed. And somebody tweeted the, the prices from McDonald's coffee which are a fraction and that option exists if you don't want to pay the starbucks prices don't it's just crazy right and if everybody started getting their coffee at mcdonald's what would happen to the price of starbucks coffee i just can't even imagine 
So I wanted to get this on. Uh, John Stewart asked about the Joe Rogan flap where a bunch of ancient folk rockers are trying to get him banned or, or they removed their music from Spotify because he dares to ask questions and have unconventional views. Uh, I remember when y'all hippies were in favor of that sort of thing, by the way. Uh, right. Here's uh, John Stewart, clip 11. Don't leave. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. And especially with someone like a Joe Rogan, who is not, in my mind, an ideologue in any way. You're a musician. Like, how much misinformation is spread by, like, Eric Clapton is on platforms that you're on, and he's psycho. (laughs) So do you remove yourself from every platform? And then uh, 12. There's no question that there is egregious misinformation that's purposeful and hateful and all those other things. And, and, but this overreaction to Rogan, I think is a mistake. Clearly. He's absolutely right. Yeah, there are lots and lots of bright lights of Holly Weird music and whatever that are coming out staunchly in Joe Rogan's favor. Barbara Streisand just threatened to remove her music from Spotify. I love this tweet. Imagine you don't being, sing me love songs. Imagine being Barbara Streisand and not knowing about the Barbara Streisand effect. Back to when she demanded people stop taking pictures of her home and looking at them, and everybody's like, why? What's to see? i got to check that out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Way to be a uh, great publicist for Joe Rogan. Yeah, is he bigger now than he was at the beginning of the week? That's a pretty easily answered question. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. So, we'll get to this before we leave today. The 10 grossest words in the English language. They surveyed people. I've looked it over. Their number one is Joe and I's number one. So it's a pretty good list. We'll get to that coming up. The 10 grossest words in the English language. Several pop to mind immediately, but I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. You know, on-air meeting. We've got this Black Lives Matter stuff in their finances, and it's interesting, and it just proves over and over again these are a bunch of Marxists. They're not out to save black America, or some of them might be sincere in the rest of it, but the idea of pouring tens of millions of dollars into this organization was insane. They were clearly primarily interested in getting a new house or car with the money rather than fixing racism. And they're out of compliance with all sorts of rules. Their 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 sister organizations are corrupt as well. It's just it's it's a nightmare. Definitely worth doing. Maybe we'll touch on it Monday. But I really, really want to make sure everybody hears this. We talked about this earlier today. Uh and Michael, we're gonna go to like clip sixty, sixty one. Uh, this I, it nails finally nails down the whole Fauci versus Rand Paul thing, where Rand would rant that he was engaged in gain of function research, and Fauci just denied it up and down. And we knew there was some twist of rhetoric or regulations or something Fauci was relying on because everybody knows he and the NIH were funding Peter Daszak in the research at the Wuhan lab with the bat lady and the rest. It's out there. So how is he denying that? Well, it's finally clear. Let's start with 60. This is uh, Ben Hall on uh, Fox News. 
Gain-of-function research conducted at the Wuhan lab has widely been suspected as a source of the pandemic. But today, it continues around the world with little oversight, funded by U.S. taxpayers. NIH, who approves the funding, saying, while such research is inherently risky, the risk of not doing this type of research and not being prepared for the next pandemic is also high. That's a hell of a bit of reasoning, having caused this pandemic, right, we're going to prevent the next one. That's an interesting circle of logic there. We've got to do this, otherwise we could have a horrible pandemic. Well, we just had the worst pandemic in 100 years, second worst pandemic in the history of the world. So, uh, hmm. And you caused it, uh, well, who better to study it? We caused this one. <laughs> wow. So anyway, that is interesting. We could absolutely discuss gain-of-function research, but this is where you get into what a lying liar Fauci is and how he and his people are clearly responsible for the Wuhan bat scourge. Go ahead, Michael. There have been repeated allegations and denials that such research in Wuhan was U.S.-funded. You are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. But that debate is semantics. NIH watered down their definition of -of gain-of-function over the last decade. They now call it research involving enhanced potential pandemic pathogens. And they were able to avoid that classification in Wuhan after EcoHealth Alliance argued these particular bat viruses did not spread among humans, even though that's exactly what they were planning to do with them. So there's a reason he slowed down and enunciated those words. He had to get that exactly right. Fauci? Yeah. Right. Well, and here's the key in case you didn't catch it. Their own tortured language definition of what is and what isn't gain-of-function research is it's got to be toying with a human pathogen. We didn't do that. You're wrong, Rand Paul. Bellows Fauci. With all due respect, you have no idea what you're talking about. No, what they did was they took a bat virus that was unknown in humans and edited it genetically so it would cleave to human cells and become infectious to human beings. But because it hadn't yet infected humans at the time they did that, it's not gain-of-function research. So that's their dodge. Great. Great. Guilty. So do do you think he justifies all this? With, um, like, if he is going to be really frank with us and speak out loud, Fauci would say, look, at some point, there's going to be a virus that, like, wipes out half of us, like the Black Plague in mm-hmm. 1600 or whatever year it was. And that, it's worth doing this because that is absolutely on the table for mankind. The way we travel around now in the modern world and everything, we have to be ahead of this. Do you think that's what he would say? Yeah, I think that'd be their argument. In essence, sure. And then we got this email from a listener, Rob, which we thought was brilliant. Uh, and he brought up the, the frequently played clip of Fauci about, uh, you know, the clip, Michael. I represent science. And he said, I'd like to propose a new way of listening to it. When a spokesman stands up and says, I represent Ford, a fair translation of that would be, I am a biased representative of Ford, and I am here to present facts and fictions that help Ford and admit anything that hurts Ford. You see where this is going, obviously. Fauci blatantly admitted that he is a biased representative of science with a capital S, the scientific industrial complex that survives by siphoning, you know, some would say justifiably using, but billions of dollars of taxpayer money out of the federal budget, and that he is here only to promote the 
the causes of big S science and omit anything that hurts his business. He never said he represents truth or honesty or the mental health of children or the economy or even America. His only loyalty is getting more of your dollars to fund his projects. I represent science. Which fits in 100% and it suddenly makes 100% sense. All of the scientists who came out and said, and this is, uh, there was some good journalism on this the other day, but U.S., Australia, Germany, U.K., uh, all over the all over the world said, uh, came together and said, hey, when we brought up gain of function and the lab leak theory, we were told to shut our pie holes but quick or all of our funding would go away or we'd no longer be employed at this company or this university or whatever. And that's because everybody was protecting big S science. If science is in charge of making its own ethics, its own rules, that's much more convenient for them. Sure. And if they said this will be safe, then screwed up and killed millions of people worldwide, they don't want that on their doorstep. They just want some mysterious, might be a wet market, might be China, nobody really knows, and then we all move on with our lives and stop asking the question. It's so clear. The place that started this whole damn thing. China is uh, celebrating their opening ceremony of the Olympics right now, and some of the world's paying attention. I just read a tweet from James Lindsay, who we really like around here, saying, the Olympics are going on right now. I will not mention any more about it. In my mind, it doesn't exist. I've gone back and forth on this. Yeah, I I would have agreed with him, um, except that it seems like the Olympics are, as we'd kind of hoped, um, a focusing agent right now. Everybody's looking at China and, and hearing about the genocide for the first time or saying, you know, I think they're a bunch of totalitarian scum. Yeah, I do, too. Wouldn't you have thought, though, if you're going to step back and hear it for the first time, that if a country let a virus loose that killed 900,000 Americans, lied about it from the beginning, covered it up, that's why it was so bad, then we're all going to go and visit them in a couple of years for the Olympics. Seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? Well, and if that was all they'd done, you're right. If they were also conducting genocides and right. slavery and torturing political dissidents and taking over Hong Kong and beating editors to death and the rest of it, I mean, yeah, it's open and shut Elect- when you look at it from a moral point of view. Electing presidents that look like Winnie the Pooh. There's that. Crappy consumer products. Oh, jeez, yes. don't get me started. I've been talking about that. for. I was, I was on that first. People need to stop buying crap. That's your soapbox. That is my soapbox. Uh, soapbox is not one of the most disgusting words, according to a new survey. I've got the complete list of the top ten disgusting words. Wow. And it's a pretty good list. Okay. And number one is has been my number one for a long time. I don't even want to oh, say it on the air. Oh. Was one of them that word I used off the air yesterday? Yes. Oh, boy, it deserves that status. So gross. Stay here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Any of the remaining jokes worth playing, Michael? Don't want to leave anything on the field. Uh, There's one more about Facebook here. Why not? If it's funny, it's funny. Take Facebook. Today, on Wall Street, your mom's friend's online hangout lost 26% of its value, or $230 billion, which is the biggest one-day market value drop ever for a U.S. company. 
Why the drop? Well, financial analysts say it's because you didn't click on the photo of your cousin's babysitter's wedding. They had a donut wall and a glazing station, but that wasn't good enough for you. I think the key to that whole thing is the crowd cheering Facebook losing its stock value. They Clearly. Are, they are the common enema, Facebook. Yeah. Evil? Is enema one of the grossest words? It's not. I do have the list of the grossest words. They did some sort of survey of people, and this is what they came up with. Some of them I'm not looking forward to saying. Some of them I don't find gross. Some of them, uh, well, you be the judge. Are they ranked? Yeah, number 10 through 1. Okay. Number 10, grossest word, curd. I don't, that one doesn't bother me a bit. No. Number nine, putrid. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's a gross word. Number eight, you're getting closer into it actually is gross. Ooze. Ooze <laughs> is a gross word. Ooze sounds like what it is. Look at it. Ooze. Seven, mucus. Yeah. Six. It's so disgusting. Six could be higher. Fester. Oh. Oh. Five, I'm going to give you the definition first, just so you know. It's a quick and powerful <laughs> ejection of liquid in any form. Oh. The word is splooge. Huh. Okay. I thought you were going to say squirt, similar word. Squirts can be gross, but obviously if it's a squirt gun, there's nothing gross about that at all. Nope. Big fun in the summertime. Number four, we've talked about before, moist. Moist is a gross word. Just regularly, regularly gross. <laughs> Number three, seepage. It's right there with fester to me. Number two, phlegm. I was thinking phlegm was up high. Yeah. Got a lot of silent letters in there. As you know, I don't approve of that. And the number one gross word that I don't even want to say out loud, Joe will say. I'm not saying it. It's your featurette. <laughs> you made your bed now lying it. I'll just oozing. I'll just spell it. P U S. Which oh, actually might word. be the number one grossest word in the English language. I, I hate that word. I should, probably shouldn't even go any further. <clears throat> How much time we got, Michael? Uh you got two and a half. Yeah. Hunter Biden's disgusting laptop. Are you on this story? Mm, I don't know. After a family intervention involving his dad, the current U.S. president, obviously, Hunter Biden was sent to a rehab in Maryland, but he never checked in. Fox Nation has a special going on this, but this all sounds pretty legit to me. I could definitely tell that he was inebriated, says John Paul Mac Isaac. That was the former owner of the Mac shop in Wellington, Delaware, where Hunter dropped off his computer. The guy knew right away that Hunter was inebriated. You'd probably remember hearing this part before. Um, When Hunter entered his shop in April of 2019, just before closing, when I asked for his last name, there was a long pause, and he kind of sarcastically said, Biden. I had to ask Hunter for a password, and he started laughing. He was like, you're really not going to like this. So it must have been something untoward. Splooge, maybe. What began as a simple computer repair soon turned into a troubling revelation, an astounding and disgusting volume of homemade pornography. In addition, Mike Isaac also uncovered a PDF indicating that Hunter had made $1.2 million for Burisma, a private energy company in Ukraine. After researching Burisma online in the contents of the, app, uh, the laptop, 
The guy, the repairman, quickly realized it was time to contact the authorities. He met with FBI agents, but they seemed to be in no rush to look into the laptop or take action. I think that was my first indication that maybe the FBI was FBI is more interested in returning the laptop to the former owner and protecting the Bidens than they were in protecting me or getting this to the proper channel. I certainly well, well, believe all that is possibly true. Yeah, I, although I got to object at this point, and maybe it's just an incomplete report. Uh, homemade porn and a notation of how much money you made is not a reason to turn a computer over to the FBI. Well, he looked up Burisma and found out what the company was in Ukraine and just thought this is complicated and weird. I don't know what all the stories were about Burisma, mm. but that's always been shady and the government was involved and stuff. So, yeah, um, the uh, the former vice president's uh, son and all. Yeah. Okay. So then he contacted Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, and that's how it ended up being Giuliani announcing to the world the laptop. And of course, Giuliani announcing it made at least half the country think whatever. Um, so that that took a lot of the steam out of it. Um. Despite all the controversy surrounding the laptop, Hunter doesn't seem to remember how it wound up at the computer repair shop. In his memoir, Hunter only remembers receiving a call from his mom, Jill, asking him to come home. I walked into the house, bright and homey as always, and immediately saw my three daughters, and I knew then that something was up, Hunter said. Hunter then noticed his father and two counselors from a rehab he had once attended. At that moment, he realized what was unfolding. It was an intervention. He said, not a chance. My dad suddenly looked terrified. I don't, I don't know what else to do, he cried out. I'm so scared. Tell me what to do. My flat reply was not effing this, wrote Hunter in his memoir. Jeez, I feel My f- reply was, how would I know? I'm wasted. I feel for uh, Joe Biden because there have been you know, lots of parents throughout history and from here on out who have been in that situation thinking, what, what, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to g- help you not ruin your entire life. Uh, anyway, there's a little more on this. It's pretty interesting. He, they send him to rehab. He gives. They send him to rehab. He doesn't go to the rehab. He immediately takes off, goes to a hotel, starts smoking crack, and that leads to him dropping off the computer, which he doesn't remember. Wow. Wow. That's a rough weekend. That is a rough weekend, yes. Who wants final thoughts? Who wants final thoughts? Go have some final thoughts. Hooray! Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the week. There he is, our technical director, pressing the buttons, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, the next two weeks, I'm going to be seeing a lot of figure skating in our house. I thought maybe with uh, I could talk her to not watching figure skating this year, but not this. No, it's going to happen. Yeah, I've, I've been down that road many times myself. I wouldn't choose it on my own. But, you know, they start explaining to you who's the best and who's this and that. And yeah, you, can, you, you can get into it. Yeah, you do. Yep. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, has a final thought. Alex? I am going on the trip of a lifetime this Sunday. I have been waiting for this for a while. I'm heading down to Pebble Beach for the first time. I'm taking awesome. in the AT&T Pro-Am. And awesome. I'm very, very excited. Good for you. Sounds fun. Yeah, enjoy yourself. That'll be big time. Jack, a final thought for us? I don't want to be serious on a Friday, but what Nancy Pelosi said warning our athletes, warning U.S. citizens to keep their mouths shut, in the face of China, I, I think is the worst thing she has ever done. I hope there's a price to pay for her saying that. Well, in her defense, she is evil. Uh, Ian Bremmer just tweeted this. This will be my final thought. These are the countries that are uh, imposing a diplomatic boycott on the Beijing Olympics. Australia, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Estonia, India, Kosovo, Lithuania, the UK, and the US. That's it. Everybody ten, else is ten there. countries. Full on there. Yep. Shows you how powerful economics can be. 
Yeah, sending their diplomats at least, yeah. It, it, all those other countries, so France wasn't on that list, Germany wasn't on the list? Nope. All those other countries, it's not because they're okay with slavery, it's because they're okay with making lots of money. Yeah, they just don't really have any principles to stand up for, I would guess. Wow, that's troubling. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Spain's not on that list, nor is Portugal. I brought this up the other day. Why does nobody ever mention Portugal? Lovely country. There it is. Sitting right next to Spain. Anyway, so many people people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got that advocacy advocacy toolkit. If you think little kids in masks is stupid, download it. Use it. You can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you on Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. They are ruthless. Uh, Okay. I think that you may be over egging the pudding a bit i expected more okay and when it's over it is over it is over do you understand no! oh, this is gay. Come on. fly was in the rear exactly you which i discovered it. you know rooting around and thinking wait a minute i know right where it is and you ever accidentally put your socks on your hands does that ever happen <laughs> bye have a great friday you mother the armstrong and getty